The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. It's 2.33 on the 6.30 Ched Afternoon News. My name's Brenton Dreger, filling in for Andrew and Jay Lynn in Mexico this week. And while Andrew and Jay Lynn are away, we pretty much do whatever we want on their show that bears their name. We run wild. And so that's why I thought I'd bring in a couple of my uh, colleagues from the newsroom, Morgan Black and Carrie McAfee. Hello. Hey, Welcome. And the reason we brought you in is because you did some real hard-hitting journalism that's what we're all about here at uh, 630 Chad and 9 News 880, Absolutely. And so we thought, you know what? If you're going to go out and you're going to uncover the 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 gruesome details in the public interest that are out there, you know, in politics, in crime, in whatever the beat is, you also need to make sure that you look at the skeletons in your own closet, or, or in this case, no the moldy home. lunches in your own fridge. And we had been thinking about this for a long time. Okay. Very, very long time because when Morgan pitched it to me, I was uh, quick to volunteer. It's <laughs> it's, a, it's an epidemic, and uh-huh. I I mentioned that in the piece that I did, and it's gross. It's Kay. gross out there. Maybe before we go too much farther, let's let's play the uh, the the piece that you put together. Uh, I think originally for it was meant to air on on iNews eight eighty as kind of a feature segment, as as it is there on our sister station. But I want to play it for you here. Here's what uh, Morgan and Carrie found when they peeked deep inside the bowels of the 630 Ched work fridge. It's time to address an epidemic sweeping offices across the country. The work fridge. We all have one, often full of an interesting assortment of food. It's where lunches go to be forgotten. I have personally questioned the work fridge at every place I've ever worked. And finally, curiosity got the best of me. I had to know what lurked inside. So I put on a brave face and I sent my coworker, Carrie, in to explore. There's actually not a lot going on smell-wise, which is comforting. Though there was certainly a lack of a smell, Carrie discovered many interesting things, including an open stick of butter, a drawer solely dedicated to potentially expired coffee creamer, a lot of pasta salad, and... Okay, like some bread with, like, goop on it, too. I don't know if this is cold. That's the only Then she stumbled upon not one, but two rotten bagged lunches, which ended in another surprising twist also mine from a long time ago, I think. Oh dear, I'm a, I'm the culprit. So yes, Carrie did call out my lunch for looking disgusting and she herself had left some moldy food in the fridge, but that was not even the tip of the iceberg. I think the freezer's like relatively normal. Spoiler alert, it wasn't. Oh, there's an ice cream sundae in here. But nothing could prepare us for the bottom layer of the fridge. There we found what I can only describe as 1,000-year-old lasagna, the mold encasing the entire front side of the Tupperware with the pasta preserved into what was once a delicious, cheesy meal. Morgan, you have to come. Okay, I'm going to come. I'm going to come over. At the end of that clip, I think you can hear Carrie crying a little bit, so this is just a testament to how disturbing the pasta really was. It's like an, an ecosystem. In conclusion, the fridge held exactly what I expected it to, and so much more. 
But now the question is, who left that lasagna in there? So let me know what's happening inside your work fridge. Tweet me at Morgan R. Black. For 630 Ched, I'm Morgan Black. So there it is in all its glory. The uh, the full investigation to the 630 Ched newsroom fridge done by Morgan Black and Carrie McCarthy. When you decided to launch this investigation, I mean, what did you expect to find? I Mold. definitely, I thought it was going to be way stinkier. Oh, that's like, I thought it was, they were going to find a lot of like smelly, but people have... People here obviously have really good quality Tupperware because they've contained mm, their, um, as seals. I said, ecosystems. <laughs> and so when we found this lasagna, it like I really, I really can't like down like underscore how gross it really was. The mold had actually traveled through the noodle into the other side. It was working its way into the it cracks was, between yes. and the like layers. Said, it was. It, it was it, a very like it was like the color blue that like you want to paint your bathroom like it was very very vibrant mold periwinkle <laughs> okay okay I, I thought of it like it reminded me of the episode of the Simpsons where Lisa puts a tooth in Coca-Cola and it sprouts a, a civilization <laughs> but, but I don't think I don't think the scary part that's haunting me is that I don't think our fridge is a unique work fridge how does it compare to other offices you've been in at my last job, we had we actually had what I would like to refer as a fridge fairy. Like there was always one person uh-huh. who just got fed up and was like, <laughs> "I'm sick of seeing your gross Tupperware. I don't know why you bring a liter of milk mm. to work." And they would send out an email and be like, "You have two hours, or it's gone." And I think I was I was that work fridge fairy. You were the fridge yeah. fairy. Well, so why aren't you our fridge fairy? We're more like fridge shamers, to be honest. No, no, I was the work fridge fairy in this incident oh, you- because Carrie and I went through it, and I was like. We have to. We have oh, to. Oh yeah, purge. I wanted. I wanted to keep the lasagna and grow the civilization. <laughs> Morgan threw it out. Huh. In, in in my opinion, this doesn't. This isn't just a work fridge issue. This is a break room, a kitchenette issue. In all my workplaces, it's like you you work with these wonderful people that you love, and as soon as they walk into that break room, it's this black hole where everybody turns into yeah. monsters. Huh. That's where the passive aggressiveness really comes out. It it could. I guess it could huh. be vengeance in disguise. As a person who. In full transparency, I had two lunches in yeah, the fridge she, that she were uh, several ecosystem. weeks old. Uh, to me, it was just perf- like total ignorance. I I forgot that I had brought a lunch or forgot to grab it at the end of the day. Everybody tends to bring in lunches in similar bags. And uh, to be hmm. fair, as soon as I found mine, I was like, oh, dear. I shamed oh dear. her. I shamed her over the phone. One thing I noticed about our work fridge, and I'd be curious what people, what other people's experiences have been. If you want to weigh in on this, you can send us a text, 630-630. What's the work fridge like at your office, and how do you deal with it? Like, what is your system? If there's a, uh, if there's a blanket rule that works, if there's a secret. Absolutely. <laughs> we, we could use a little help. Uh, one thing I noticed with our fridge, it's not a particularly large fridge, and it's really full. It's full of coffee creamer. Coffee. I know. I'm serious. It, and you know what? You know creamer. what? We are we are privileged to have coffee creamer provided to us, and we appreciate it. But it does. It is a lot of coffee creamer. I think what happens is people they forget because maybe there's a free lunch at work or something like that. But then they're scared to come back because it gets to the point where you're like, okay, my my lunch has been in there for a week. I should probably take it out. That turns into my my lunch has been in there for a month, and then you just can't go back. Like no one can see you extract your lasagna like that at that point. With the coffee creamer, I remember I used to put cream in my coffee here, and there was that drawer that you're talking about that has them all in there, Mm -hmm. and I used to get a bit worried because I I think what happens is the drawer gets maybe half to two-thirds empty, and then somebody just adds 
coffee creamer. So anytime you start to get below half and you're digging through the creamers, you just get a bit nervous that whatever you put in your coffee might curdle. Now, like, I've gone black. It's it's black coffee all the time. I did the, the same time. thing, Brenton. Perhaps this is conditioned. I, I made Carrie <laughs> open the coffee creamer. I was like, go to the sink, and it, crack and it open. to be fair, it... It smelled fine, <laughs> so it might be safe. Okay, 2.41, we got to fit in a quick break. When we come back, though, I, I looked online and I found there's actually some websites that have etiquette for the office fridge, suggested rules that you can put in place. So we'll get to those in a little bit. And if you want to weigh in as well, 6.30, 6.30, let us know how you handle it at your workplace. You can do that here as we pick up our conversation in a moment on 6.30, Chad. on the 6.30 Ched Afternoon News. Got a couple of texts we want to read you here at 6.30, 6.30 on uh, how to handle your work fridge. Kelly says, easy fix. Our fridge at work is completely cleaned out every Saturday. If you left something in it, too bad. And another one says, our work fridge is a combination science lab, special effects (laughs) studio, yogurt factory, island of misfit food. Our lunchroom sink is where we store coffee cups. I would like to. That's that's another issue. I would like to point out, though, this is a more personal to our 630 Ched studio. I saw at least three brands of yogurt, and as a person who works every single shift at this station, I don't think I've ever seen anyone eat a yogurt. So, oh. yes, the science lab comment is very accurate. I want to go back to the sink the because coffee the sink cups. is a point of contention. I don't, I don't even, I don't know how you could just leave your sink, your your dish, and your sink, and just leave. You know, like. Well, you said earlier there's a there's a fridge fairy, isn't there a cup washing fairy? There used to be. Carrie she used, got tired Carrie of used it. To wash the, <laughs> <laughs> Carrie used to wash the dishes a lot. Now, so before the break, we were talking about, like, the rules. Like, so, obviously, uh, Kelly brings up an excellent point that they just, every Saturday, somebody cleans out the fridge. And I, I don't know how they split up that duty, but I, I looked online to find out what, like, you know, what, what those successful uh, workplaces <laughs> do, like, right. with, with their, with their you know, how, how they break this down. So, here are some suggestions from uh, Debbie Main, the etiquette expert at thespruce.com, okay? So restrict the amount of refrigerator space that workers can use. That's, of course, determined by how big your fridge is and how many people use it. Uh, Prohibit users from leaving anything in the fridge overnight. So I guess somebody... That'd be a big one. ...empties it out at night. There's no carryover. Uh, Now, that one came up... I had a bit of an issue, though, a couple weeks ago where I brought leftover pizza from home, and the container was big enough that I could fit two lunches worth of pizza in there, so I just ate, you know, a few pieces, put it back in the fridge, and then the next day, like, there, I was filled with some trepidation that somebody either would have thrown out my pizza or stolen. Taken your pizza, The yeah. rest of it. I'm like, I, I'm in, I'm, I've got a two-day investment here, and I, I don't want to be, Man, you know... you take risks, Brent. <laughs> I do that very often, wow, though, because I bring, I bring large lunches, and sometimes <laughs> I don't story. get through them all, so... <laughs> Thank you for sharing that, that <laughs> vulnerability. Uh, another rule that was suggested here by this etiquette expert, I guess, uh, was require that workers label food containers with their name. Let me ask you that. When you delved deep into that work fridge, uh, was anything labeled? No. Nothing. And, and here's here's an interesting point, again, pointing back to myself as a culprit. Both of my lunches that were in there that I had left for an extended period of time were in uh, Lululemon bags, which I know are very common That's lunch bags around. That's literally the most generic. It's the most generic thing. Is that like the reusable bag? Yes. And, and I know at least... 
probably three other people that I've seen here using them. So when I found the the leftovers that I had from a couple of weeks ago, I was like, oh yeah, that's my bag. But the other Lululemon bag, which was my second lunch, I had never even thought would have been mine. I figured it was somebody else's. So mm. the labeling might be a good idea. It's almost like the suitcase coming on the carousel. You want a unique color or a bandana yeah, or something tie tied around, around the handle. A banda- tie a bandana around the Look lunch. at that. We're, we're, we're brainstorming solutions right they're here. they're very handy bags, so, you know, if, if, you, if I have to put a little ribbon on it to make it mine, <laughs> I still want to be able to use my bags. <laughs> Another suggested rule was ban certain foods because smelly foods or things that may seep through the wrappers and onto other people's lunches. I'm never going to stop bringing butter chicken for lunch. I'm not going to. To me, that was not a problem. I remember we were, vi- I was, my one trepidation about entering the work fridge was the initial smell, and it was very good and hmm. there was as mentioned in yes, in Morgan's feature piece um an excess of pasta salad and we noticed they were in very similar Tupperware containers but they were all very contained they were very disgusting and very old and sometimes moldy but very contained so i guess at the very least you should have maybe a Tupperware sort of condition because i don't think you can really ban people from eating any food at least, have, yeah, at least you can seal it off with a good lid. We all a good piece of salmon, some, some mm. Indian food. Mm-hmm. I think perhaps, I mean, I don't know if this rule is on your list because it seems maybe not like proper etiquette, but I think we should have a wall of shame. Okay. Like we should call people out. Like if you, if you walk into the workplace and you're like, uh, that's my moldy lasagna. Combination label to our wall, combination and, and we're like, is this you? We're tracking your Tupperware brand. Like that's, it's going to stop. I think that's the solution. Huh. Shame usually solves all problems. <laughs> uh, another rule says once someone breaks the rules a certain number of times, ban them from using the office fridge for a week. This plays into the wall of shame. So a, a little bit so less. So we're essentially grounding people. But a little bit, yeah, a little less shame focused, a little more just maybe gentle and. A pen, a time, it's a penalty, it's a timeout. Go, a go gent- to your room. What's a gentler word for shame? For shaming? Uh. I don't know, like, I'm disappointed in you. The disappointment mm, wall. Disappointment, yep. I'm disappointed in you, and you will not be allowed to use the work fridge for seven days. All right, 2.51. We'll take another break here on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. How do you handle it in your fridge? What's in your work fridge, and how do you deal with the uh, the difficulty of people? There's also the element of stealing lunches as well, if that's a problem in your workplace. So we'll pick up on that in a moment here on 6.30 Chet. It's 2.55 on the 6.30 Ched Afternoon News. We have some breaking news into our newsroom now, so let's throw things over to Eileen Bell. Well, it's happened now. Kent Hare is out of the federal cabinet, at least for now, after being accused of making inappropriate sexual remarks while he was in Alberta provincial politics a decade ago. Prime Minister Trudeau has accepted the Sport and Disability Minister's resignation pending the outcome of an investigation. We'll have more information for you coming up in the 3 o'clock news. All right, thank you very much, Eileen. Yes, so that's uh, an important update to get your way. We've been talking about that throughout the afternoon here on uh, 630 Ched. Uh, Switching gears back to our kind of topic du jour, we're talking about your work fridge, and some people have texted into 630-630. One says, and what does the inside of the work microwave look like, says Mark. That's an excellent point. Uh, And Beth says, work fridges can't be worse than a junior high clean out our locker day. Three-month-old bag lunches. Ouch. Yeah, and they're probably not sealed off nicely in Tupperware like the oh, 630 Ched moldy I lasagna. I bad for her. <laughs> like I honestly do. <laughs> so we're talking with Morgan Black and Carrie McCarthy, who did an in-depth investigation of the 630 Ched newsroom fridge uh, to kind of 
spark the conversation here. When you looked in there, uh, were you tempted to steal anything? Well, <laughs> no, on a, most of it was on a, on a better day, possibly, but definitely not on this day. Um, we do have a lot of work lunches, um, so it can be hard. Like, for example, your pizza example, mm-hmm. a lot of people might assume that that had been a pizza lunch that we had. So personally, I've never been one to take things from a fridge that are not explicitly mine unless someone told me I could. But... I have experienced it plenty of times in my work history. I often do find myself wanting to eat my coworkers' lunches, even though, because, mm. like, they just look so better so often, you know? I mean, when I found out what your goopy bread was actually, it was whipped cream and pancakes, that sounded chai. delicious. They were chai pancakes. Somebody was going to steal those if it didn't look so gross. Huh. But. I feel like this, this is a question that should come up in a job interview. Like, <laughs> do you ever steal work lunches? That's a, like, that's got to be within the realms of like that's a red flag. hr responsible but if the answer questions. is yes do you give them props for honesty or immediately mm. disqualify them because nobody will say yes depends on their remorse level maybe yes but sadly i know the 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 person in the office who has that reputation as the more the snack stealer the grazer is brian hall i feel like some he's often eating the bananas and i'm not sure how often he brings them or how often he just scavenges the but free for all that's brian hall. that's the rumor mill there it's, was a, I, it's an unsubstantiated i think peanut butter in one of the uh, sports booths as well but apparently it wasn't so communal and it was carrie carrie actually had butter. a mug with the letter k on it and very it fancy kept, it kept on disappearing and eventually after a few times watching Brian Hall on TV, Carrie noticed that <laughs> there was a cup with a K just in the left hand corner. I also started getting some coworker tips, and I just want to say I got a new, I got a great new thermos for Christmas, and the K is now an H. That is, uh, is. officially the mug of Brian Hall. So if you steal it effectively, it does. It's like squatting; like it becomes yours mm. at some point. And just, you get you get rights. To right. Have. Once it shows up next to you on your crossover hit with the Global Morning News team, it's yours. It's yours. Yes. Like, no, people are going to be like, hey, Carrie, that mug is Brian's. Like, put it down. Just uh, remember to follow me on Twitter when you see my mug on the crossover morning. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to run to the news. Morgan, Carrie, thanks a lot for your in-depth journalism and for sharing some of your insights with us today. We hope it helps. We're glad you opened up, Brenton. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.